Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. wonder what happened to John Mellencamp. He had a run there in the late 80s and early 90s. It's good stuff. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in the first hour of the show, you can always find it on the Nuwana's Now podcast. Got some stuff off my chest about vindication when it comes to the Minnesota Vikings. Also, we talked around the Big Sky Conference in women's and men's basketball. Gave you some high school scores from the weekend that was, including some of the Crosstown results. Hellgate sweeps Sentinel uh, in Crosstown matchups this last weekend. And uh, we also talked about the latest transfer addition to the Grizz football team. You can find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Time now for the Monday afternoon quarterback, except for Coach Marty. Our main guy, our NFL analyst, is not here. He is in Tokyo. This is uh, this is actually uh, hilarious. Yesterday, not yesterday, last week, I was down in the lair, the uh, the place where Tommy Evans makes all the magic happen. And uh, it's actually funny. I'll, I'll start at the beginning here. I'll start at, uh, with uh, what I always start with, which is just the rambling stories that I always tell. But we had a, a client in here the other day that was asking me, said, who decides the, the songs on the radio stations? Obviously, ESPN Radio, we have the national ESPN broadcasts most of the time, unless uh, myself or Jeff Safford or Andrew Houghton are on the, the radio airwaves. But that's pretty cut and dry, right? I mean, we're, we're tapping into the ESPN national satellite any, until unless we're not, unless we are tapping in ourselves and talking on the radio. As far as our sister stations, though, particularly the trail, the trail is incredible because Robert Chase, the program director over there, as well as uh, Mike Smith and Tommy Evans, those guys curate the playlist on the trail from absolutely start to finish. Tommy also has a great show, the new show on 103.3, the trail, Montana's Quality Rock. Uh, Every Tuesday from 6 to 7, he plays a bunch of of new music on there. Now, in this world of Apple Music and Spotify and all this different stuff, downloading, file sharing, all of it, the way that music is released is objectively way different than it used to be released. It used to be you had to get the record into the hands, first the record producer, then he would facilitate the playing of the record on the radio. Some of the DJs around the country, Alan Freed and Dick Clark and guys like that, were some of the most powerful men in, in, in entertainment. Well, the way that the trail works, they still debut music on the radio. Like, you'll hear songs on the new show that have never been that have never been played, besides you know, to a, a select group of people, but they've been played in a public forum. 
So this is a true music debut. So that's pretty cool. Because of that, though, Tommy Evans gets a whole bunch of records and CDs sent to him by aspiring musicians or uh, established musicians or whatever. And so every time I go down the lair, I always ask him, what, what sort of new stuff do you get? Anything new, anything cool? And he's got albums all the way from super famous people to completely upstart, new, obscure, unheard of people. It's crazy. He gets seriously dozens of CDs every month, if not hundreds. It's, it's nuts. But I'm always looking through and seeing what kind of stuff I can find. All right, so then what's that have to do with Marty Mornoweg and why Coach Marty's not here? Well, I thought it was fitting because last week I was down in the lair and I found this triple-disc live album of Willie Nelson. Well, Willie Nelson is Coach Marty, Marty Mornoweg's favorite artist. We always play Willie Nelson for him here on Mondays in our Rejoin music. The The reason this album, though, was... Sort of symbolic, and it was almost fitting that we found it last week. Is in 1984, Marty Mornoweg, his senior year, he led the Montana Grizzlies to uh, a victory in the Mirage Bowl in Tokyo. He threw for 424 yards, he completed a 63 yard touchdown pass to Kurt McGinnis. And uh, it was a, a great cap to a great career as a player at the University of Montana for Coach Marty. Well, now, so so here's all the things that go that connect this story. Marty Mornoweg right now is in Tokyo, so he's not with us here on the Monday afternoon quarterback. So he returns to Tokyo for the first time in almost 40 years since that 1984 Mirage Bowl appearance. The Willie Nelson album was live from Tokyo, 1984. It all comes together. I don't know. I always think that that's the universe speaking to you. I have no idea what it means. (laughs) Maybe it's just a massive coincidence, but I thought it was just cool. The coach, Marty, is missing the Monday afternoon quarterback for the first time ever because he's in Tokyo, the place where he played his last game was a Grizz, and we found a live album from his favorite artist, Willie Nelson, that was recorded in Tokyo in 1984. Text me, what does it mean? 406 1029 That's 888-1029. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I need a, a more tarot readings from Miss Cleo. I don't know. Sands Coach Marty, let's dive into the Monday afternoon quarterback where we talk all things NFL. Coach Marty, maybe we'll be back next week, maybe not. I'm not sure. The Monday afternoon quarterback is presented in part by Rome Student Housing. Do you or your student need a convenient, affordable place to live? While attending the University of Montana, look no farther than Rome Student Housing. Located on Front Street, just a 10-minute walk from the UM campus and just up from downtown Missoula, Rome offers a variety of living options for University of Montana students. High-speed Wi-Fi and a TV package with more than 100 channels, including the NFL Network, comes with your unit. Each unit also has full-size washers and dryers, plus every unit has its own full-size bathroom, so no more waiting for the shower Rome offers pet-friendly apartments, and you can even tune your bike or your skis in the community tune room. For more information and a virtual tour, visit liveatrome, that's R-O-A-M, liveatrome.com. I already went off about the Vikings. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, but let's just go down the uh, the main storylines from this last weekend uh, in the NFL. 
First and foremost, uh, we've had five teams punch their ticket into the divisional round. The 49ers back and forth in the first half against the Seattle Seahawks, but then they run away with it. They beat Seattle 41-23. Saturday night, uh, I watched the first half of the Chargers game in lieu of going to the Lady Grizz game or the uh, the Men's Grizz game against Idaho State, and I. Uh, Felt pretty comfortable when I left my house and the Chargers were up 24-0. And then I see 27-0. Why am I talking about feeling comfortable? Well, I had some had some coin on the old Chargers winning on the road. And uh, so the uh, the Chargers were up 24-0 at halftime. Then they go up 27-0. And then as the, uh, the blowout for the Grizz starts winding down, I'm watching the score. I'm watching the score. And then all of a sudden the, the game for the Montana Grizzlies gets over. It's 30 to 20. So I get up and I start doing my post game duties, interviewing some players and coaches and whatever. And I go look back at the computer. It's 30 to 28. I'm like, oh my gosh. The, the Chargers can't blow this. And of course, because they're the Chargers, <laughs> they did. And Jacksonville hits a walk off field goal to win 31 to 30. That was wild. Then uh, yesterday, the scores are as follows. Buffalo, a two-touchdown favorite, needed uh, a great effort and uh, a last-ditch effort to get a 34-31 win over Miami. The Giants went to Minnesota, 450 yards of total offense, and they oust uh, the Vikings, 31-24. And then last night, a really good game between the Ravens and the Bengals. Sam Hubbard's 99-yard touchdown on a fumble recovery. Botched quarterback sneak by Tyler Huntley is the deciding touchdown, and the Bengals win an AFC North clash by defeating the Ravens 24-17. to So uh, San Francisco, Jacksonville, Buffalo, New York Giants, and Cincinnati Bengals are in to the divisional round of the playoffs. The Chiefs, uh, Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC, and the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC have already advanced uh, via... First round buys, so that means the only wild card game left is tonight's game between the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa. The slate for next weekend is already set. Jacksonville plays at Kansas City, and New York plays at Philadelphia. That's on Saturday. Then your Sunday slate, Cincinnati is at Buffalo, and then the winner of tonight's game between Tampa Bay and Dallas will play at San Francisco. Uh, the first broad storyline that comes to mind when it comes to the teams that have already advanced, uh, how about those AFC quarterbacks? you got Trevor Lawrence, who's all of 23 years old. Patrick Mahomes, who's the old dog here uh, out of these guys, and I think 28. Joe Burrow, still fresh-faced. He's 24, 25 years old. And Josh Allen, still in his mid-20s as well. So uh, stacked and young quarterbacks. This year, I think they, the, the the statistic was there was 10 Starting quarterbacks under the age of 30 to make the NFL playoffs. That's the first time that's ever happened. The most uh, first time there's double-digit quarterbacks, but the, the youth movement uh, in the AFC is very real. But one guy who's sort of getting overshadowed at all of this because of the meltdown of the Chargers, and, you know, it's Los Angeles. It's a huge market. They have a star in Justin Herbert. They have great players around Justin Herbert, uh, but... It seems as if the conversation around the Jacksonville win over the Chargers is all about all the ways that the Chargers blew it. And make no mistake, up 27-0, you blow that lead. 
I don't know how Brandon Staley still has a job. You also have your franchise player, Nick Bosa, a guy you're playing, or excuse me, Joey Bosa, a guy you're paying exorbitant amounts of money, throwing a fit, getting a personal foul that costs you, all that stuff. So those are sort of the main storylines. How do the Chargers charger it? Why does Brandon Staley still have a job? Why is Joey Bosa such a crybaby? What was the official doing igniting this guy? All of those things are what's dominating the storylines around this Jacksonville win over Los Angeles. But how about the resilience of the Jaguars? First of all, flashback to a year ago. Was there a worse situation in the NFL than Jacksonville? I don't think so. Urban Meyer is the most unmitigated disaster in the history of football coaches in the history of the NFL. There's nobody that had a worse run than Urban Meyer. He only lasted 13 games. He had scandal. He had completely losing his team. He had no idea what he was doing. He wasn't showing up for work. He wasn't treating them like professionals. It was it was awful. It was a horrible, horrible, dysfunctional situation. And caught in the middle of it was the former number one overall pick, the former golden boy of college football, the first guy who ever was able to topple Alabama during the college football playoff era. That's Trevor Lawrence. Then on Saturday, Trevor Lawrence looked human for the first time in forever. He threw four picks in the first half, including three in the first quarter. But guess what? He rallies all the way back and leads Jacksonville to this epic victory. And uh, I don't think he's getting enough credit. I don't think the Jags are getting enough credit. It shows you how much confidence or how much it ta- how much confidence it takes to win games in the NFL. I mean, Jacksonville was in this dysfunctional situation. They cleaned the slate for that. They hired Doug Peterson, who won a Super Bowl not too long ago in Philadelphia. But it takes them a minute to get going. They were in games the first half of the season. But they were sitting there at 2-7, and seven, looking dead in the water. And it was a disappointing 2-7 and seven because they're in the AFC South. And the Colts were underperforming. The Titans were underperforming. And then the Jaguars find some traction. And don't look now. They're one of the hottest teams in the NFL. I think they've won 7 out of 8, including that game over the Chargers. And I think Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, and everybody in the organization deserves a ton of credit for sticking with it, for emerging. And now all of a sudden, they're going to Arrowhead Stadium to take on the AFC favorites in the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Nuwana now ESPN Radio. It is the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, except for Coach Marty is in Tokyo. So we forge on, talking all things NFL playoffs. But our guy, Andrew Houghton, actually has been following Trevor Lawrence for as long as anybody I know. When I first got to know Andrew, he was student journalist at the uh, University of Montana. We would sit next to each other in the press box. He did a little work for us at Skyline, uh, SkylineSportsMT.com. But then uh, he moved to Cartersville, Georgia for a couple years to cover this kid who then would eventually take the college football world by storm, and that kid is Trevor Lawrence. And then he went on and did it at, at Clemson, and now he's got his first NFL playoff win as well. Uh, it's always fascinating to me, Andrew, when guys like Trevor Lawrence who literally don't lose uh, football games ever. I mean, Trevor Lawrence didn't ever lose in high school. He lost one or two times ever at Clemson, and then he gets thrown in and has to deal with this utter dysfunction in Jacksonville and has to learn how to lose, basically. It's always weird to me when that happens to see that how bad it affects guys or lack thereof. But he uh, seemed to keep his head on straight, and uh, now I think the big picture you would say – Jacksonville's actually ahead of schedule. I mean, they're into the divisional round of the playoffs, and they got uh, a quarterback who's the youngest of the bunch among the really young AFC uh, studs. 
Yeah, Coulter, just two words about Trevor Lawrence on, on Saturday, man. Ice cold. I mean, and it's something that is so rare to have that demeanor, to have that uh, mindset. It's it's part of the reason why he was rated so high as he was coming out of high school and coming out of college. You know, I know guy, Trevor Lawrence has a great arm. I know guys, professional evaluators who have told me, yeah, he's got a great arm. There are other guys who've got a better arm. But there's just something about his mindset, something about his demeanor, something about his calmness that sets him apart. And, you know, I'm not surprised that last year was an adjustment period for him because, as you mentioned, he'd never lost games. But, Coulter, I covered him his his junior and senior year of high school, and I, you know, this is not to, to boast or brag or anything. It was just a great situation that I fell into to start my journalism career, to start my newspaper career in Cartersville, Georgia, as Trevor Lawrence was finishing his high school career. I've interviewed him more than a, most people in the world, right? Definitely. I've had the I've had the the opportunity to interview him and, and Coulter, I tell you no matter what, I've interviewed him after meaningless 7-on-7s seven in the summer. I've interviewed him after winning the state championship, finishing an undefeated season. I've interviewed him after he broke all of Deshaun Watson's high school passing records in Georgia. I've interviewed him after huge wins, and obviously the list of disappointments for him in high school was not very long. Sure. But I've interviewed him. I mean, his senior year, this was a team that had a three-year winning streak lost in the state quarterfinals. I've interviewed him after that. Never changed. Yeah. Just the identical demeanor, no matter when it was. Uh, And, you know, this was sort of the comparison that I made, and I don't know if this is really a, a fair comparison, but I've thought a lot about Trevor Lawrence, man. He's just the perfect football-playing robot. He's not going to change. People were talking on on Saturday in the second quarter. He's throwing four interceptions. He's having a meltdown. No, he's not. He's not. He. I don't know what it would take for Trevor Lawrence to have a meltdown. That doesn't mean he can't play bad. He didn't play well in the first half, right? But it's not going to change his confidence. It's not going to change who he was. The, the analogy that I made, I mean, you can throw him into any game in the world. Say, Trevor, throw this 15-yard out to the opposite sideline. He'll do it better than anybody else in the world nine times out of ten. Now, I don't know if you drop him into the Super Bowl with two minutes left down by three, he's going to make that throw any better than he would at, other, at any other time. But if he throws four picks in the first half of a playoff game, I know from experience, I know from watching him, from observing him, from talking to him, from getting to know him a little bit, he's not going to come out and make that throw any worse in the second half than he would at any other time. And there's you know people tweeting about, you know, circumstances change, right? Even between the first and second half of that game on Saturday, that's exactly it, right? In the first half, everything was snowballing against them. Scoring before halftime allowed them to get a little bit of a foothold back in the game. And then Doug Peterson came out in the second half with a great great game plan. The Chargers started melting down a little bit. Circumstances change, right? To go from, from the absolute depths of throwing four interceptions in the first half to leading that comeback. Trevor Lawrence doesn't change, though. It's so interesting because Nuanas now ESPN Radio, Monday afternoon quarterback here on your radio dial, Marty Mornaweg in Tokyo. He'll be back as soon as possible. But we forge on. It's presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash has unlimited packages going right now. For as little as $31, you can get your rig washed right across the street from us here, Missoula Broadcasting Company. Unlimited amount of times. Get that $37 deal, you get Dazzler's best wash they got going. And you can run your truck through there every single day if you want to. Keep the undercarriage of your car or truck clean all winter long. Dazzler's Car Wash, 
next to us here at uh, Radio Way. I've been reading this fascinating tar- Tiger Woods doc- or uh, biography. I always say documentary. Biography um, by Jeff Benedict and Armin Katea. And uh, the most fascinating part of it is how steely and unbreakable Tiger Woods was until the world broke him. Now, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ever going to achieve the level of fortune and fame that Tiger Woods achieved. And, I mean, Tiger Woods was already a billionaire by the time he was Trevor Lawrence's age. So it's it's apples to oranges for sure. But there's the phenomenal Gary Smith article when Tiger Woods won Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year uh, back in 1997. And it's about the dichotomy between the man and the machine. And Gary Smith, who in my mind is peerless in the world of sports writing... He goes back and forth between the man will win. He has to win. His father made him this way. He's so steely. Nothing will break him. The machine will certainly win. The machine always wins. That's what's going to be next to me for Trevor Lawrence, especially if he can continue to elevate the Jaguars' play because the machine will always find a way to chew you up and spit you out. I mean, when Patrick Mahomes first broke on the scene and he was wowing all of us, who would have ever thought – that his wife's antics on the sidelines of basketball games would be a story, but then all of a sudden it is. And how that you know how does it how does it impact you? Trevor Lawrence seems to have a non-existent personal life at least at this point that's in the public eye. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see. But I do think that Lawrence and the Jags certainly ahead of schedule. The Niners rolled. I don't know what any uh, I don't know uh, what people want to say about the Niners other than I think when I watch the Niners that they are the most well balanced. Complete, tough, physical, and playoff-minded team left in this field. I know that the Chiefs got Mahomes and the Eagles are so sweet across the board, but to me, the Niners are the best team, and part of that is because of the fresh-faced kid playing quarterback. Brock Purdy is good. I'm not saying he's an all-time great, but I'd take Brock Purdy over a lot of guys, including the guy in Minnesota every day of the week. So Purdy... He's going to give San Francisco a chance. Make no mistake about it. But all the rest of those guys on that team are going to give uh, San Francisco a chance as well. I just I for for what I love about football, what I gravitate towards in football. That's why I'm so enamored with the Niners. I said in the outline here, you can still win it all with all the heavyweight champions because <laughs> that's what the Niners are built off of, right? They got the best offensive tackle in football in Trent Williams. They got the best fullback in football in Kyle Juszczyk. They got one of the best. Tight ends in football in George Kittle. Who's a tougher, more physical receiver than Debo Samuel? Nobody. Who's the best off-ball inside linebacker in the league? Well, Roquan Smith looked pretty dang good last night for the Ravens, but Fred Warner's the answer. I mean, who's the best pure edge rusher in the league? Nick Bosa. I mean, all of the guys that are at the dirty work positions, the toughness positions, the Niners have the elite player at all of those. And it just makes me happy that, to me, you have an equal chance right now of winning the Super Bowl with all the tough guys as you do with the slick quarterbacks like Mahomes or uh, Jalen Hurts or whoever. And I think that's good for the NFL. I think it's good for the narrative surrounding professional football. And I also just think it's really fun to watch. I think the the Niners are well coached. They play hard. And uh, I just love the the brand of ball that they play. So I think the Niners are certainly... uh, To me, at least, the favorites in the NFC, the favorites right now, as of this today, January 16th, Martin Luther King Day, which, by the way, happy Martin Luther King Day to everybody. 
uh, to me, the Niners right now, the favorites to win uh, the Super Bowl. More on the Monday afternoon quarterback. We'll talk about all the games from, yeah, shoot, shoot, we only got through Saturday's games at this point. We'll talk about all yesterday's games and give you a preview of tonight's game as well. Keep it right here. More NFL talk. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Radio. It must be January 16th, because that's my 4th of July song. So I am certainly dreaming about non-foggy, non-gray Missoula weather. <laughs> Welcome back. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, but not today. We'll be back on SWX tomorrow. And uh, also the ESPN MT app. Happy Martin Luther King Day uh, to everybody out there. Some fun stuff going on around town. Uh, our guy, uh, James Seabrook, he uh, is part of uh, a, a whole bunch of stuff, really. But uh, he is part of a group of community leaders that are set to host a MLK Day celebration down at St. Anthony's Church this evening. It'll go from... Um, 6 p.m. until 8 p.m. It's hosted by Empower Montana. Our other good buddy, Jayton Simpson, will also be helping out, uh, hosting the deal as well. So if you'd like to go uh, learn more about MLK Day and uh, celebrate Dr. Martin Luther King, go on down to St. Anthony's Church between 6 and 8 uh, this evening. More on the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, except for Coach Marty's not here. He is in Tokyo. I said, what are you doing in Tokyo, Coach? He said, I got no plans. Uh, I'm just going. I said, that sounds glorious. Uh, a week in the largest city in the world uh, with no plans. There is a connection. His son is uh, going there with Columbia for uh, some sort of football-oriented deal. So uh, that's the draw. But uh, Coach Marty, our NFL analyst, He'll be back uh, as soon as possible, but he'll be as fun over there uh, in Tokyo. The Monday afternoon quarterbacks presented by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash has unlimited car wash deals going on. Keep your car sparkling clean all winter long. The unlimited packages start at 31 bucks. The legacy package, that's the go-to one. You're going to get the nicest wash they got over there anytime you want for $37 a month. But how about this? How about we hook you up for free instead? We got a $50 gift card to Dazzler's Car Wash. All you got to do is call us, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call number five. We got a $50 gift card for you to Dazzler's Car Wash. Call right now, 888-1029. We only got through the Saturday games in the NFL. A huge win for the San Francisco 49ers after a tough first half against the Seattle Seahawks. 
And uh, then a unlikely and crazy comeback victory for the Jacksonville Jaguars over the Los Angeles Chargers. How about Sunday's action? First of all, the Miami Dolphins limped into the playoffs. They looked like a division contender in the AFC East for a while, but then the uh, the saga of Tua Tagovailoa's head injuries began, and uh, they were without Tua in the wild card round of the playoffs, and they had to go with Skylar Thompson, a uh, rookie quarterback, a third-string quarterback. And uh, so because of that, the line moved to 13.5 points in favor of the Buffalo Bills. It's crazy to think of the way that the machine pumps teams up and also just like the ups and downs of a season. Because once upon a time, the Bills were getting hype as a team that could go undefeated. <laughs> they didn't have a great year. They went 13-3. and three. Why 16 games instead of 17? Well, of course, the DeMar Hamlin uh episode that happened on Monday Night Football that canceled that game against the Bengals but still the Bills the two seed two touchdown favorites over the Dolphins but the Dolphins and and they shot out to a 17-0 lead against Miami as well but the Dolphins come storming all the way back they uh, and they almost pull the upset but in the end Buffalo emerges with a 34-31 victory over Miami I, I know this is uh, not a popular opinion and I don't think that there's anything that the Bills can do. You already have hitched your wagon to Josh Allen. He's already completely righted the, the fortunes of your franchise. But it, it just needs to be said, Josh Allen is a liability. I'm not saying you need to bench Josh Allen or move on from Josh Allen. In fact, most teams in the NFL would love to have Josh Allen. You want to know why? Because Josh Allen is good enough and your team is good enough that you're going to be in the division around year in and year out. But if you have a guy like him that's so talented and you have a team like theirs, which I think they have a top five defense in the league, I think they're good on the offensive line, they have one of the best playmakers in football and Stephon Diggs, if you got that roster, your aspiration, and you already took Kansas City down the wire last year in the playoffs, your aspirations as the Bills is beyond just in the playoffs, win a wild card playoff game. It has to be more than that. It has to be conference championship game at the least, if not AFC title and uh, Super Bowl and all that stuff. So, But I don't know what you do. It, it, here's what I'm trying to say. Josh Allen has 30, count them, 30 interceptions or fumbles this year. They haven't lost all those fumbles. In fact, they recovered, I think, nine of them. So uh, not, all, not 30 turnovers, but he has either thrown a pick or fumbled the ball 30 times this year. That's an astounding number. They also, though... Play and that's that's why when they're up seventeen nothing, they have a hard time holding teams off because they don't run the ball particularly well. They have a couple okay running backs, but they don't have any like elite running backs. And their offensive line is good protecting the passer. Part of that's because Josh Allen can move in the pocket and outside the pocket so well. But the Bills, they have a hard time salting away games when they have two two or three score leads like they did on Sunday morning. Josh Allen is, is such a freewheeling, you know, gunslinging, sometimes reckless player. And that's where the turnovers come from. But their only real way to move the ball is just to roll him out and let him rip. And he throws the ball over the middle of the field better than anybody in the league. His deep balls are amazing. But sometimes when you start taking risks like that in playoff games against underdog teams like Miami, it might come back to bite you. So I don't know... I don't know what the answer is here, though. I'm not trying to profess that I have any huge answer for the Bills other than Josh Allen's just got to take care of the football. Because I think that part of the way that they play, 
with how cocky that they are, that's part of why Josh Allen is so successful. And, and so the Bills, they are exactly what they are. They, it, it all comes down to that Josh Allen's got to take care of the ball more because you can't take away his gambling gunslinger mentality. You can't. That's what makes him great. But you also can't have that gunslinger mentality lose you the game. Either way, the Bills don't cover, but they do move on. In the second game Sunday, in predictable fashion, the New York football Giants go to Minnesota and uh, roll up 453 yards of total offense, and they beat the Minnesota Vikings 31-24. Brian Dable done a hell of a job there in New York. Saquon Barkley looks like the player that was drafted number two overall out of Penn State. Uh, He's struggled with so many injuries. He hasn't had the juice. He's got the juice back. He looked great uh, in that game, had a couple really big plays. And uh, more than anything, though, it's just Minnesota, man. They're just stuck in neutral. It's funny because I just tweeted this out during the last break. But the stuff out of Dallas Cowboys camp is that the Cowboys are already complaining about the fact that the Niners are going to have a huge advantage having an extra day off. Actually, I guess two extra days off of rest because of the way the bracket plays out. The winner of tonight's game between Dallas and Tampa Bay moves on to the divisional round to play in San Francisco. So San Francisco will have not played for eight days, whereas the Monday night football winner tonight will be coming off six days of rest. Hilarious that the Cowboys are complaining about this when they haven't even won the game. I just put this on Twitter because I looked this up on Sunday. The Cowboys have won three playoff games since 1995. Three. They have never won a divisional playoff game in that time span. No divisional playoff wins. Only three wildcard wins. That's it. In 28 years. So maybe they should figure out winning the game first before they complain about going to San Francisco. Why is that important? Because I was also thinking about my uh, my fandom of the Minnesota Vikings. I, I could say that my fandom, I actually know this, my fandom started for the Minnesota Vikings in 1997 when I was 10 years old. I decided that was my team. My family has connections to the Vikings franchise. My parents uh, grew up with uh, the son of the former owner of the Vikings, and so that we had always kind of followed the Vikings anyways. And and then uh, they were really fun on Madden 96 or 97 or something like that, the video game, and so I decided I liked them. And then it went into hyperdrive when I was a little kid because they drafted Randy Moss, who was already like Superman to me because I had watched him completely dismantle the Montana Grizzlies in the 96 National Championship game. And then they got this guy, and all of a sudden, I'm a huge Vikings fan. All right, so in that time span, though, compare and contrast the Vikings with the Dallas Cowboys. The Vikings have won nine playoff games during that time, and they've won four divisional playoff games. Vikings have been to the NFC Championship game four times over the last 25 years. That's four more times than the Dallas Cowboys it's just funny because I think that there's this perception because the Vikings have not played in the Super Bowl since the 60s and they're one of the only teams to never win a Super Bowl. And the fact that the Vikings are the oldest American pro sports franchise that has never won a championship. That's a fact. But there's also this narrative that the Vikings have just always stunk. That's not true. The Vikings have actually never stunk. They've never stunk. The Vikings have only had one deplorably bad season in my entire 25 years of following the Vikings. That's the issue. They're stuck between 7 and 9 and 10 and 7 every year. This year's team was a 10 and 7 team that is having to win 13 games because they pulled three games completely out of nowhere to get to that 13 win spot. 
But they just they've never had an opportunity. I mean, when was the last time the Vikings drafted a quarterback in the top ten? I'll hang up and wait. Never. The only times they've had top ten picks, they pick guys like Adrian Peterson and Kevin Williams and all that stuff. It's because they're this the, they're the definition of slightly above average. But in the NFL, slightly above average is the worst thing you can be. You either got to be best or worst. It's better to be worse than to be the Vikings. That's why they're stuck forever if they continue this Kirk Cousins insanity. We'll keep talking about this because I just can't handle how boring they are because they're just the, the result is the same over and over and over and over again. It would be more fun if they were the Chargers. Instead, they just at least the Chargers just charger it and blow it. It's 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 silly. Regardless, the last game uh, of your Sunday slate was a good one. It was a physical one, as you'd expect out of an AFC North matchup. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens playing for the second week in a row. Uh, you can't help but think what the Ravens would be like if they had their franchise quarterback in Lamar Jackson, who, by the way, that's who the Vikings should go get is Lamar Jackson. We'll talk about that later on this week. But the fact that Baltimore, with Tyler Hundley at quarterback, was in that game all the way down to the the very end, all the way down to a quarterback sneak on the goal line that Huntley fumbled and Sam Hubbard recovered and rumbled, (laughs) truly rumbled, 99 yards for a touchdown for the go-ahead score. First of all, testament to Cincinnati. You talk about learning how to win the Bengals, that eluded them forever. Now they know how to win. They were in the Super Bowl last year. They're going to give Buffalo all they can handle on uh, this weekend. But also, though, got to give credit to John Harbaugh. He's an amazing playoff coach. He's tried and true in the playoffs. He's been one of the best playoff coaches of this generation. And the fact that they were in it all the way down the wire, even though they only had a backup quarterback, a testament to John Harbaugh's coaching prowess. This is the Monday afternoon quarterback, Sands Coach Marty. He's in Tokyo. But we'll keep rapping about the NFL playoffs. One more game to get to. That's the game tonight. We'll give you the betting line. And we'll give you the details. The Monday Afternoon Quarterback, presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula and Rome Student Housing, back after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. I just saw an unpopular opinion roll today. Sorry. Don't mean to be negative. Just, uh, you know, it's a gray day in Missoula. <laughs> I missed the Hank Williams intro. That's all I'm saying. The Carrie Underwood one just doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I mean, she's a beautiful gal. Great voice. It's not my thing. It was a lot funnier and a lot more fun when it was Hank Williams. All my rowdy friends coming over tonight. So 80s, so 90s. <laughs> it's crazy. The Monday Night Football is still a phenomenon, but uh, I don't know if it's quite the uh, the crazy phenomenon that it once was. No, I was now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, but not today. Be back on the tube, I think, tomorrow. Who knows at this point, but uh, we'll be back more often than not on the television 
Uh, but you can always find us on the ESPN MT app as well. Best thing in today's Nuanas Now, we have the Montana Basketball slash Football Hour. Talking our way around the Big Sky Conference and high school weekend in hoops. Plus a couple pieces of news on uh, latest transfers to the Grizz football team. We also have been talking all the way around the NFL here on the Monday afternoon quarterback. All of it can be found on the Nuanas Now podcast, which is proudly presented by the M Store and the MSU Bookstore. Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula, right next to us here at Missoula Broadcasting Company on Radio Way. Get one of those unlimited packages. Make your life easy. 31 bucks a month to start, or you can get that legacy package for 37 bucks. Keep your car sparkling clean all winter long at Dazzler's Car Wash. It's also presented by Rome Student Housing. Need a place for your aspiring student to live? Go check out Rome Student Housing there on Front Street. You can take live tours and check out all the units. Liveatrome.com. That's liveatroam.com. The betting line for tonight's game, the Dallas Cowboys, presented by Sportsbet Montana, Dallas Cowboys are minus two and a half point favorites. The money line is at minus 145 for the Cowboys, plus 115 for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. There's all sorts of reasons why I think that line is juicy, especially for the home team side. First of all, Cowboys have won three, count them, three playoff games since 1995. That's amazing. The Cowboys haven't won a road playoff game since 1993. And the Dallas Cowboys are 1-6 and six on natural grass fields with Dak Prescott as their starting quarterback. Why is that impactful? I actually don't think it has anything to do with Dak Prescott. It has everything to do with the fact that the Dallas Cowboys have one of the best defenses in the NFL. Their pass rush is a key to that defense. Their pass rush isn't nearly as good on natural grass. I saw a bunch of statistical breakdowns of their their quarterback pressures and their sack numbers played on natural grass. It's interesting. Well, more than anything, though, it's Tom Brady, man. I know we hate on Tom Brady on the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports basically weekly, but Tom Brady's won a million playoff games. The Dallas Cowboys have won hardly any playoff games. I don't know, man. I'm leaning towards the GOAT. And plus, if you believe in, you know, the scripts and the all that stuff, the NFL, I don't know. I think the NFL wants Tom Brady to move on. And I think that the NFL, you'd say, oh, well, what about Dallas? They're America's team. Don't they want the Cowboys to move on? Well, here's the thing. No matter what happens with the Cowboys, it's good for the NFL. They win, great. Good for the NFL. They lose, even better, because you get just endless content about why the Cowboys can't win the playoffs. What else is better than that? <laughs> the uh, betting line, minus 2.5 in favor of the Cowboys. Man, I think the Bucks plus 2.5 at home sounds pretty good, or that Bucks money line. Plus 115 sounds pretty good as well. Sportsbet Montana has kiosks across the great state of Montana. Go to Sportsbet Montana's website, click on locations, and you'll find them. Tomorrow, fun lineup for you. Uh, Going to try to catch up with Sam Herter, Hero Sports. He was unable to join us last week because of uh, an emergency. But uh, get some final thoughts on the FCS football season. We also have our Treasure State Stars. And we got Justin Angle, a business angle. All that tomorrow. See you then, 4 p.m. This has been Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know 
If you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? Uh, It's all we practice. Uh, You're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406-640-4444 or by visiting online 24-7 montanaadvocates.com.